Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to They Demand Your Obedience. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots, and today is Friday, October 14th. We are still on planet Earth, we believe, and we still are in the United States, at least I was when last time I checked, but the world continues to get crazier by the day as things unravel to try to bring you to your knees and become a slave of those that see you as little more than cattle and chattel to butcher, to eat, and to turn you into soylent green so that everyone else can enjoy you as well. That's what they're looking for, and I have no intention of being part of soylent green activities, just so I say it. And in this time, you also know that the entire economy is being shattered, crushed, or trying to ruin everybody's wealth. So make sure and take good care to preserve your wealth and your investments. And that's why we have Birch Gold. The last time we went through a recession, there were stocks that literally went to zero. Washington Mutual, Lehman Brothers, Chrysler, multiple blue chip stocks went to little or no value almost overnight. Could that happen again? And if it did, are your savings protected? Why not own something that has never been valued at zero? Gold. Historically, your best hedge against inflation, which is racing out of control as we speak. The savviest Americans diversify their savings to protect them from the downturns in the market, from global instability, and from a falling dollar. Do you? Birch Gold Group helps you hold gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. In fact, if you have a 401k or IRA that's underperforming, just text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898, and you can convert that into an IRA in precious metals right now. Text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898, and Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on diversifying into gold tax-free. Hedge against inflation. Protect your hard-earned money. Get your free info kit by texting BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898 today. And so text BARDS to 989898. You're going to get your free info kit. You won't be disappointed at all. Trust me. I, I promise. I'll tell you the same. You tell everybody. Listen to me, Hatcher. You're going to tell them Silent Green is people. We're going to stop them. Stop them. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. Don't eat Soylent Green. That's the motto for tonight. Be bad for your health. That's what I'm telling you. Did you know that most of the you're gonna love this one? Yeah, just when you thought you could you could trust beef producers and meat producers, I've got some bad news for you. I don't know if you realized or not, but many of the meat producers are investing in alternate proteins. That's right. The guys that you're buying your meat from that you feel so good and proud about. Well, guess what? They actually are 
in the business of making sure that you eat alternate proteins that they're in the process of creating themselves. You've got a whole issue going on here over in across the oceans, I should say. And it's happening in, happening in Denmark in a place that they call Happy Valley. And it's become the Silicon Valley of the entire industry of developing fake proteins. And this whole industry that has evolved is working very hard at making sure with people like Tyson Foods and other folks to try to make sure that you eat nothing more than grown in artificial proteins. And this all started, Tyson Foods actually took a 5% stake in the, uh, in the, in the fake meat business, which was better, the better than meat burger company. I'm sorry. I said it was happy Valley. It's called food Valley actually. And it's, uh, it's composed of 6,500 scientists working in one area to create quote, sustainable proteins the whole area is funded heavily by EU money and Dutch grants. And like I said, Tyson Foods had taken a 5% stake in Beyond Meat. And so what you're seeing is that these companies are all just looking for where the next big buck is going to be. And they're trying to give you a, an idea that somehow veganism is good. I will guarantee you that when you dig into what veganism is, it's all designed to keep energy levels low, brain levels low, and to underdevelop the human being. And if you haven't heard, the same proteins that are in bugs that they are trying to get everybody to eat promote cancers in the body because the body can't digest that protein. So Beyond Meat is also kind of strange because the mystery meat, they're this odd. I'm sure this is just a coincidence, but they know that it's lab-grown. And this is the one thing that they love is that, is that they're telling you that it's good for you, but their buzzword that they're really going after is the idea that it's a, it's a lab-grown protein. And the thing that's really strange, I'm sure, like I said, it's just coincidence, but the Beyond Meat factories always seem to end up a couple blocks from Planned Parenthood. I'm sure that's just a coincidence. But anyway, just be careful when you're eating meat. Hey, one other thing I forgot to announce, and it's important. Um, we've got a Bards group getting together at what's called the Fam Farmtastic. It's I think it's it's the Cooner Dairy uh, over in. I'm trying to see where this is. Cooner Dairy. It's in Illinois, and I'm going to get an address here in a second. But I bring this up because it's. Um, they are going to have a get-together in Fort Wayne. It's on Fort Wayne, Indiana. I said Illinois. Fort Wayne, Indiana. And our Bards group has rented a barn within the facility. Now, there's an entry fee for this event, and this event is on Sunday. They're getting together Sunday the 20, oh, I want to say it's the 23rd. I think that's right when our B-Dads are getting together. And there's a barn in there that you can go in and it'll just be for Bards Nation. Now, there's an entry fee at the beginning of the, at the event. I think it's $30 a person, $10 for children. But it's, it covers everything, food, every, all the stuff that's going on. But the Kunert, Kunert, Kunert Dairy Farm Fall Festival in Fort Wayne, Indiana is where this will take place. And so check it out. 
They've been putting up stuff in our Telegram room, which is awesome. We've got Punky Puster, and she's kind of got her thing going on because she's going to bring back the Nephilim with Nephilim cookies. That's what I understand anyway. And then we're going to – she makes crazy cool Nephilim cookies. They're about the size of my Jeep. And I, I even considered using one for a spare tire. It was awesome. And then uh, we've got some other of our uh, Flightworks, Mary and um, Jay Shaw. All these are great of our B-dads that are in there getting stuff going. So when you get a chance, check it out. And if you can get there, do. If I was in the area, I would be there. And it's going to be prayer, and it's going to be assembly, get-together, and just having a great time. Okay, so there you go. Check that out. It's pretty awesome. All right, so we're going to continue on. Here's a We've got some stuff. I'm just going to kind of wrap around. Obviously, the theme tonight is they want you to be a slave, and they do. And they're doing all of these things right in concert right now to try to break your will. The corruption that we're dealing with in this nation is actually unbelievable. And just here's another great example of this. This is an article from October 11th, 2020, or 2022. So that's just a few days ago. Raphael Warnock's Warnock as a church. So let's take a listen to this. So Ebenezer, <laughs> I don't know who comes up with these names. This is for real. Ebenezer Baptist Church. That should be a red flag right there, just so I say it. With Democrat George, Georgia Senator Raphael Warnock, he sounds like Warlock, which should be another red flag, is the senior pastor moved to evict poor, low-income tenants from a building it owns while Warnock publicly railed against evictions. And this is according to the Washington Free Beacon. Columbia Tower at MLK Village in downtown Atlanta, of which the church's 99% owner is a 501c3 nonprofit intended to house the mentally disabled and chronically homeless, according to a grant application. That's important because that's how they funded it. However, the church's business partner, Columbia Residential, Columbia Residential, and remember, the church is a 99% owner, so Columbia Residential is a 1% owner, which is, <laughs> that's not even a minority share owner, filed a dozen eviction lawsuits against low-income residents. Throughout the pandemic over the past due rent amounts, as low as owing $28.55 and successfully evicted two tenants, according to the Washington Free Beacon. Quote, they treat me like a piece of she, you got it, and they're not compassionate at all. Columbia Tower resident Philip White, a 69-year-old African-American, told the Washington Free Beacon he received an eviction notice September 20th for failing to pay $192 in rent. The building previously tried to evict him over $179 in past due rent in 2021. As see, this is uh, Reverend Raphael Warnock who did this. So he's behind it. So there you go. That's, that's uh, our religious institutions at their finest today. The American religious enterprise evicting the poor as they take grant money from the taxpayer and take a benefit of the 501c3 to avoid taxes and give their their partitioners a kickback from their tithe. That's the one that always gets me every time. 
oh, please tithe to the church and then we will give you a kickback and God will give you a refund on partly of what you gave. That just drives me out of my mind. Anyway, so, you know, if there's another thing here that just to keep in mind that we are in an era right now, if you didn't know, and I think most of you do know, but it's important to really appreciate this. It's H.R. 5736, the Smith-Munt Modernization Act of 2012, which is to understand what that did. Up until 2012, using propaganda on the U.S. citizens was illegal. In fact, John McCain visited Afghanistan, I want to say somewhere around 2010. This was under General McChrystal, probably a little before, like 2009. And the PSYOP group, the Army PSYOP, or PSYOP Psychological Warfare Unit, used, quote, psychological operations against John McCain. They were brought up under charges, okay? And John McCain was in a war zone. Using propaganda through mainstream media has been illegal. That end around has always been advertising. Advertisers can use every bit of psychological operation methods. There's really no restraint to what they can do, including subliminals, as long as they don't call it subliminals and as long as they don't call it psychological operations, they can get away with murder. And sometimes quite literally. When we deal with H.R. 5736, which was the modernization of the Smith-Munt Act, which was to prevent that, they took away the restriction on using propaganda against the American citizens. So now it's legal for government and broadcast agencies to use propaganda against U.S. citizens. That was quietly slipped through with the Obama administration, and we'll get into this more in detail in a show next week, but I just wanted to kind of highlight that for tonight because this is really important to appreciate that when you're looking at things and you're saying that's a lie or that's a mistruth, there used to be a penalty for that, not anymore. And now what we're seeing here is the reality that we can all be propagandized, if you will, and legally done so. And you can even better yet, if you want to feel good about this, your taxpayer dollars can now be used for government-funded lies to allow them to screw with your thinking and distort your perception on reality. And guess what? If you're dutiful on your taxes, you're paying to have yourself mentally mauled and raped. Pretty nice, isn't it? So I would just encourage you to reconsider the 16th Amendment as they are shredding the 2nd or trying and shredding the first or trying, or let's, let's put it this way. They basically took the constitution and they tore it into little pieces and they've been using it for uh, bathroom wipe in most of the Washington buildings because that's about what they feel about it. That should make you angry. But the fact of the matter is that all of the, as they shred everything, they're able to lie to you about everything and do it legally, which also has a trickle effect because if government can do that, Guess what else it legalizes? It legalizes the ability for them to use the idea of their science, things like gender is a choice, um, COVID is safe, or COVID shots are safe, that sort of stuff. 
they're, they're not breaking the law by telling you a lie anymore and including your children's curriculum in public school that now actually becomes protected because they can lie to you about gender and race and just call it, you know, the modern way of thinking, whatever that is. So this is the world we are. And all of this is being shaped so that you will be a better slave. Well, they want us all to be a better slave. And that's their goal because we are cattle to them. And with cattle, what do you get to do? You get to do everything. You can grind us up and turn us into soil and green. You can abuse us. You can uh, hurt us. You can whatever, starve us. I, that's, they just see that as their right. And that's what they, they are trying to work in, their, in their, all their tools and effectiveness. They're trying to cut off the food and they're, cut off the fuel and control the money, as we know. That's the thing. And that way they can control us and make us submit. Thomas Massey, who's a, he's a representative, representative of Kentucky 4th District posted today that it is it was in the bill that they did not require Congress was never mandated to take the COVID shots. This is some details just to add to your quiver. And he says, I have not taken the shots. Under our Constitution, the executive branch lacks the authority to mandate things for the legislative branch. Congress could just refuse to fund the mandate if the executive branch did. And he goes on to write, the legislative branch makes its own rules with respect to sitting members. Conceivably, Pelosi could try to get a majority to pass a resolution mandating the shots for members, but how would she enforce it? In an attempt to enforce the mask mandate in the House, which he says I notoriously violated, she reduced my salary. In doing so, she ran afoul of the 27th Amendment to and of and the base tax text of the Constitution. And then he concludes, this is the subject of Massey versus Pelosi, which we are still litigating. I don't think there's any question that Congress didn't take the shot. The worst part about it is many of them posed as if they were taking the shot when we know they didn't. All of this is this is where you get to be criminal and crimes against humanity because they were pushing a shot on the public knowing that it was going to cause massive damage. And that's where things get crazy. But don't worry, and I, I mean this, because if you have something like myocarditis or you've taken the shot and you're worried about something like myocarditis, well, guess who's here to help you? And that would be Moderna. In fact, the Moderna CEO today confirmed that the new mRNA injection is created to repair heart muscles after heart attack. <laughs> if you're going to believe that, I'll tell you what. I have this really great piece of swampland in the middle of Death Valley, and it's cheap, and I'll be glad to sell it to you. This is absolutely nuts. Destroy your heart and then offer you a new injection of the same thing to tell you they're going to repair your heart. All they're doing is stacking these injections up and getting ready to wipe you out. Now, I cannot confirm this post. But there is an interesting post that came up today, and again, I can't confirm it, but I'm going to read it anyway, just by virtue of what it says. And 
what this post is about is apparently from Mike Yedon, ex-chief scientist of Pfizer, as stated, and this actually comes from LifeSite News. So it does actually have a source. Has stated that it is now too late to save any person who has been injected with any COVID-19 vaccine. He urges those who have not yet been injected with the deadly compound to fight for the continuation of humans and the lives of their children. The world-acclaimed immunologist goes on to outline the process which he says will kill the vast majority of people now alive. Immediately on receipt of the first injection, around 0.8% of people die within two weeks. The survivors have a life expectancy of two years on average, but this is decreased with every top-up or booster injection. Supplemental vaccines are in the development to cause degradation of specific organs, including heart, lungs, and brain. Having been uh, intimately acquainted with the functioning and goals of research and development of the pharmaceutical giant Pfizer for two decades, Professor Yeadon states that the final goal of the currently administered regime of vaccines can only be a mass depopulation event, which will make all the world wars combined seem like a Mickey Mouse production. Quote, billions are already condemned to certain unchangeable and agonizing deaths. Each person who have re- has received the injection will certainly die prematurely, and three years is a generous estimate for how long they can expect to live. And on that bright note, I'll tell you, this this stuff never gets crazy and it never gets better. But you might want to start stocking up on supplies. So check out My Patriot Supply. We've got the link below. Go to Bards, preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com. You're going to get 20% off. You're not going to be disappointed. Great products. They last for like 20 years. You're going to want to have as much backup stock as you can in prepping because things are getting a little crazy. And if this post has any truth to it, but I'm just going to back this up because Dr. Sherry Tenpenny has been saying from the very beginning that if you took the shot, your maximum life expectancy is 10 years. She said that from day one. And this is just something to keep in mind that we are dealing with an a, a engineered attack on humanity, which was all based on lies. And it goes back to H.R. 5736, which legalized propaganda. And now you're starting to see the loop of how well they've planned this out, okay? H.R. 5736 allowed them to lie and use public funding to produce messages that were propaganda-driven to influence decisions, which is what propaganda does, to influence decisions that would people otherwise wouldn't do and to, to cause them to make choices that were not necessarily in their best interest but were in the interest of the state. That's the principle of propaganda. So they did that with H.R. 5736, and that was in 2012. In 2020 and 2022, they've used all of that legality to push forward to get what we it appears to be about 60-plus percent of the population taking at least one injection. And if Michael Yidden is right, then things are going to get pretty crazy. So we'll just have to see. But like I said, don't worry, because the CEO of Moderna announced his company has a program that involves injecting messenger messenger RNA into people's hearts directly, by the way, 
following the heart attack. He says, we are now in a super exciting program. (laughs) I'm sure it is where we inject mRNA in people's hearts after a heart attack to grow back blood vessels and revascularize the heart. Now, if what we are witnessing with this graphene oxide is anything, then you are getting a heart that's being regrown within you that is no longer a real thing. Patriots, this is an important sidebar here on this, but it's important to note. They have been after the heart from day one. And if you question that, go back and look at some of the old World Economic Forum's promotion of the Great Reset. And in every video that they did, in talking about future medical science, they would always show a 3D printed heart. Ask yourself why that's important. And I'm going to give you a little clue. In fact, I met the guy when I was down in California who had just developed a measurement tool to measure the electromagnetic output of the brain versus the heart. And this is what you would you should expect to hear what I'm going to tell you. The heart way out produces the brain. Why? Because the heart is the engine of the body. It's literally God's engine in us. We are connected through our heart. And they are trying to go after the heart, which in their eyes, whether it works or not, I don't know because I don't have the data, but I can assume there's something here because if you're going to disrupt the major electromagnetic engine in your body, you're going to sever connections through the Holy Spirit. And that's truly, like we say, this is an ugly spiritual war. It's taking on very visceral and real effects of things. Now, as we know, when we look across the world, they are truly trying in their best to cause a breakdown in society. So we not only are they introducing vaccines, new ones, with malicious intent, all using mRNA, and we heard the other night that they are already planning on a global vast vaccination effect of all animals with mRNA. They've been doing this in New Zealand already. 15% of the cattle herds die immediately. And so they're trying to pollute everything with mRNA so there's no escaping their, their matrix. This is why you've got to get local. You need to be growing your own food, building your own connections of where you're going to get food and supplies. We're going to get more to that at the end of the show here in a minute. But they're also trying to create mass chaos. So as again, here's another one. FDA confirms that there's a major Adderall shortage that won't end. Adderall is used for extreme ADHD. And already we're seeing some of the side effects of that. People are talking about not being able to get it. This was part of their sick plan, again, getting people hooked onto these drugs. And these types of drugs that are that work in the brain modify brain chemistry and dependence. And so now we have people out here that are becoming almost dysfunctional because they can't get things like Adderall. And I'm sure that's just the beginning. There's all sorts of stuff coming. Your vitamins, be very careful about where you source your vitamins. That's a big one. They've already been known to be putting stuff in vitamins. Be very aware. The best thing we can be doing is setting up our herb beds and our herb gardens to grow the nutrients that we need. Supplementing that with things like microgreens, which give you a really intense nutrient base. Supplementing that with food that you grow and locally source keeping it as clean as possible, keeping up good exercise and fitness, reducing your overall sugar consumption, getting back to the natural things like honey and maple syrup are two examples. 
trying to get rid of all of their processed stuff out of our lives as much as possible. They're waging a war on us, and it is far from over yet. And so then that loops back to what I already talked about, which is their whole idea of proteins. They're trying to eradicate anything that is natural. They're trying to get us on grown proteins, and these are big corporations, Kraft, Tyson Foods, others, that are heavily involved in this process to where they control the entire process, the entire food from development to delivery. And in their model, they're putting genetic tagging in each one of these things to make sure that they can track it along the entire food chain, including when it goes into your stomach. So I'm sure that's going to be good for us too. So the, 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 whole, the whole system is shaking right now. There is a, today, or this was actually Wednesday, so yesterday, day before you went yesterday, the Fed sent $3.1 billion to Switzerland because the Swiss bank was on the verge of collapse and the Fed was doing its share to show them that they can still print unlimited amount of money. So they're shuttling paper money and, and creating this artifact, this unlimited debt. All of this with the anticipation of rupturing the economy. And if you doubt that something's coming, well, just pay attention to what happened today because Biden reissued the public health emergency for COVID-19. So you know they've got something planned. And what's the big event they're trying to distract from, obviously, is the election and anything else that comes with that. So they're gearing up to start causing more panic, more fear porn, more public instability. Expect to see probably more violence. And that brings us right to, here's an example of this. I'm telling you, this sort of stuff like I'm going to share right now, this is straight up demonic. I don't care how you cut this. You can tell me this is some random kook. I'm going to tell you there's no way. This stuff is happening too often. Take a listen. Tonight, a manhunt for a brazen stabbing suspect in Mar Vista. The video is alarming. Take a look. You can see a man walk into the Taco Bell at Venice Boulevard in Inglewood, holding a skateboard last Monday. The man looks around and then lunges at an 82-year-old man who is wheelchair-bound, stabbing him in the neck and shoulder before running away, leaving the man bloody in the restaurant. That's pretty scary. I mean, I work right next door, right down the street, and I mean, this area is a nice area, but I've def definitely seen it slowly decline. John is not only shocked by the surveillance video, but also by how the stabbing happened in broad daylight at the Taco Bell, where he goes often. Oh, I've been there plenty of times. I actually, I know a few of the employees there. As a local here for the last 10 to 15 years, it's very surprising. Police say paramedics treated the victim for stab wounds before he was rushed to the hospital. The victim survived and is recovering. Meanwhile, the search is on for the suspect. Police say he's a 20 to 30 year old bald man with a large tattoo on the back of his head and a small tattoo next to his left eye. Residents in the area are also on the lookout. Everyone's definitely looking over their shoulder and trying to um, stay safe, you know, without uh, jumping to conclusions. Coco McBoy, Fox 11 News. Yeah, let's not jump to conclusions, and it might be some freak that's obsessed with dark art that's coming in there. Literally walks in with a skateboard. The old man is just minding his own business, checks both ways, walks through the door, walks up, stabs the guy twice, drops his skateboard, and just leaves. Yeah, that's absolutely normal right there. 
We're seeing so much more of this and so much more of this because we are seeing such a rise in this super dark energy. Call it what you will. It's demonic, it's demonic stuff all across our nation. And there's never been a more important time to keep your prayers up. And keep in mind, this is also October. This is their month of one of their biggest sacrificial months in the, on, of the year. There's literally going to be 100,000, over 100,000 sacrifices will be made globally in, from October 10th. And that's a statistic I just picked up recently for somebody who does a lot of work in this area. So from October 10th to October 31st, it's estimated there's going to be over 100,000 sacrifices. That's blood sacrifices to, to promote this month of Halloween. That's, that's the real of it. But don't worry because the world, people out here in the world are taking a stand and the environmentalists are here to help you because they have now made a poignant position to let everybody know that oil is bad by throwing a whole can of tomato sauce on an $85 million valued Van Gogh painting at the museum. Apparently, that's a statement we all need to hear that oil is bad. And because that'll show them, you know, it's something like that. They literally... The, 19, the 1888 Van Gogh work, which is called Sunflowers, widely considered to be priceless by international re- reports, say it will, was recently valued at $85 million. But that, didn't, that doesn't matter because the climate change protesters from the group that says they're called Just Stop Oil hit it with a can of tomato soup. <laughs> and now we're all not going to use oil. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm impacted. I'm going to go buy myself a Tesla after that one. My goodness. It just never ends. I, you're dealing with insanity, folks. I'm telling you that you're dealing with insanity. But now in all truth, this is a one big win unexpected today. And this, of course, has every lefty spinning off the rails. And I'm okay with that. Take a listen to this. Judge throws out Fed federal law against guns with serial numbers removed. So listen to the details in a move that already has gun control enthusiasts clutching their pearls, a judge on Wednesday, this is in zero hedge, by the way, today, Friday, October 14th, a judge on Wednesday ruled that a federal law barring possession of a gun with a removed serial number is unconstitutional. I love this. This is like BATF go eat something but leave us alone taking his cue from the guidance the guiding precedent of the supreme court's landmark june gun ruling that found americans have a constitutionally protected right to carry a handgun in public u.s district judge joseph goodwin said the serial number law was inconsistent with the country's historical tradition of firearms regulation Wednesday's ruling in U.S. versus Price sprang from a criminal case in which a man named Randy Price was charged with possessing a firearm with its serial number removed. The law was struck down. The law that was struck down made it a crime to either transport such a gun across state lines or simply possess such a gun if it had ever crossed a state line. Judge Goodwin, a President Clinton nominee, by the way, noted that serial numbers were not broadly required for all firearms manufactured and imported in the United States, 
until the passage of the Gun Control Act of 1968, and the ban on possessing a firearm with a removed serial number didn't come about until 1990. Given that, he found that the law fails to test fails the test established by June's Supreme Court case. That's amazing. And so I guess it's now legal to own a firearm without a serial number. That's going to open up a whole bunch of interesting stuff. So all that said, all of this movement right now in chaos, in destruction, in collapse is being done to herd humanity and distract humanity. We've talked quite a bit this week about one of the, the, the singular biggest distraction they're trying to create, which is to have nobody look at the underpinnings of the entire world economic system and political power system, and that underpinning is child sex trafficking. We know that, and so they are in the process right now of either of trying to create a world war but critical to that other side of that is getting humanity back under their control. And the way you control humanity, you control the people by controlling the food, you control a nation by controlling its energy, and you control the world by controlling its money. All of this is leading up to what you're hearing talked about quite a bit, the CBDC. And ultimately the CBDC is about making you bow down to them and get the genie back in the bottle. And that is the genie of compliance. People have you. I just want to reprimand every one of you. So you need to listen to this. Every one of you is guilty for thinking freely. (laughs) We all are. And so they think that's bad, bad, bad. So they want you to start getting down on your knees and worshiping them. And the way they see that they can do that is through the CBDC. Now, the CBDC is a programmable currency. And with that, they're able to do many draconian things. Okay, And, and it is coming. I just need you to be clear about this. It is coming. So with the CBDC, they can, you can say, well, you know, they're not going to control me. Well, if you are dependent on the banking system, and you're dependent on the money that they're going to do, they're going to provide because pay attention, folks, because they're doing this. They're gearing up to shift everybody to a UBI, a universal basic income. So they're going to create such chaos and bankruptcy in the economic system that then they'll come back as they destroy the economy and everybody's without money. They're using, you've got like the Weimar Republic value of the dollar where you're literally making kites, which kids were making kites out of dollar bills because it's worth nothing to the level where you're having to take a wheelbarrow full of dollars just to buy a loaf of bread. That's where they're taking the economy right now. And once they get it to that point and their hope is that there's so many people will be desperate for a solution, the government will then provide the solution, which will be, we've got it. We're going to present you with the solution. It is digital money. And the bankers then seize control over everything. And as they seize control, they are seizing control over all of our lives. And that's the, this is the gridlock or the, the locking in of the new matrix. And they will control every aspect through the CBDC in their idea. The only way to avoid the CBDC or the control of that is to defy. And we need lots and lots of people to defy. Because what people forget 
is that we have the power in the market and the government is trying to tell you that you don't have a choice, but we do. So before we get to the, some of the details of CBDC, I just need to qualify something here. And this is the concept of money. Most people, when you say money, think of one thing. It's a dollar bill. Money is simply a reserve value of your work and energy. That It is a holding thing, okay? It's a holding container. So if you understand that about money, you understand that anything can be money. Seeds can be money. Bread can be money. Labor can be money. You can have rocks and stones be money. You can have beads be money. You can have, but one of the most common, the two most common things that are used for money in exchange are gold and silver. So this is important to grasp because they are going to bring in a digital form of money. They're going to offer people a universal basic income. And with that, you simply need to register. They're going to use this kind of COVID passport. And my estimate is we have about a year before they roll it out. They're already starting the tests this year with five or six banks that they've selected. The biggest banks, Chase is one of them, uh, Wells Fargo is another, Citicorp is another, that they're getting them to test out environmental policies of a bank to see how they can manage it. What this is, is this is a code name for your social credit score. And when they're doing this, they're rolling this out as a social credit score but they're going to call it like we need to be careful about how much carbon we consume or what you're. And so what they're able to do then is to see how they can track people's expenditures, pay attention to what's going on inside your bank account right now. If you have online digital banking, you'll see it. They are literally tracking every one of your expenditures or tagging every one of your expenditures for what it is. And they're making it seem really nice because it's like, Oh, look, you made an expenditure with your card. We're putting a tag on it. That's what it is to help you track your expenses for when you do your taxes. That's not what they're doing. They're tagging these expenditures now and matching them to the sales so that they can now plug that into an environmentally based social credit score. So that at a certain point they can tell you like, Oh, I'm sorry, but you're eating too much meat, and so we're going to cut that off, and they'll simply suspend that, and you're going to only be allowed to buy bug protein and bug milk, as an example. Uh, Another example would be that they're going to do a lockdown, like Biden just announced this new COVID, where emergency actors extend the COVID powers, so they could say, everybody's locked down. And you're like, F you, man, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go to do what I do. And then all of a sudden, you discover that, anything past the limit of your of your house your your digital money doesn't work you can't buy gas you can't buy food you can't get access to anything because that's called geofencing geofencing is where they digitally place a fence around you and they're tracking you because everything is digital they can if you post something on social media and they don't like it just like paypal just tried to do they're going to say well you did this and so we're going to penalize you for posting that, and that's now a fine because you you violated the groupthink. Or they might, uh, if you go across and you have it, China's already doing this, like if you cross and you jaywalk and the AI catches you, you're, it's, you don't even get a trial. You just get a ticket and it deducts it from your account. Or they could say that, for example, well, if you aren't vaxxed, then you aren't going to get your UBI. Only if you are vaxxed. I mean, there's so many things they can do to control people. And all of this is based around social engineering, using money as the ultimate source to control people. So what do we do? And I'm just going to leave you with this tonight. There are some critical things to start thinking about. Cash is king. 
So make sure that you're getting used to using cash and you have cash around. Cash as the dollar bill cash, even though the dollar has no value, people are used to exchanging that. And it's a good, in the when this thing starts to fall apart, and it probably will, ATMs won't work well, at least you'll have an, an, a bridge in the, in the following weeks to use. But the critical thing is to get back to hard currency, which means gold and silver. So stock up on gold and silver, physical gold and silver, okay? And that also means you might want to look into some junks, what they call junk silver, which is 90% and it's older coins. Have that around so you can do that as an actual exchange. That's one. You need to, uh, there is still people talking about using Bitcoin as a cryptocurrency, I'm not going to get into that. I am not a fan of cryptos at all, especially since the one that everyone's so excited about using XRP and Ripple, which was supposed to be the great new way, is being written into the CBDC policy, which tells me they've got some sort of backdoor in this thing. People are saying Bitcoin is autonomous banking. It's the only digital way, perhaps. But let me give you just another glimpse. Andrew Torba just two days ago, and I just signed up today, announced that they ha- now have Gab Pay. This is the first Patriot-friendly pay system, and the way this works, and it's going to evolve, but currently the way it works is you load money in from your bank account, but you can use Gab Pay to do purchases and exchanges between each other. We tested it today. It is literally instant. One account to the other, we just did a $5 exchange. It literally is instant. So it does work, and they're coming up with a merchant pay system through Gab Pay. So there are alternatives being evolving. Okay, but that's but for those of you that like digital currency and Bitcoin and cryptos, I'm, I'm going to leave that to you. I'm just I'm never going to be a big fan of them because of what has just happened. They, most of the crypto market was annihilated. The other key thing to getting past CBDCs is what we've been talking about for three years: get organized locally. You need to know the people in your local community, and you need to know how you can work together to bypass your basic needs. Remember, when this thing clicks in, unless you're using their digital currency, you're not going to be able to go to Walmart to get your normal cheap crap from China. That's just not going to happen. So we have to start being more self-reliant, and that is part of what we've been talking about for literally three years now, of becoming more self-reliant. And that push as we go forward is needs to just accelerate. That means the resiliency that we've been talking about, all these ex- expanded skills from ham radio to growing your own food to learning how to sew to getting your woodworking skills up, making sure you have tools to work on your vehicle, understanding how to do fabrication, anything that you can do, and then linking within your community of those that can do that as we come together in the communities and reject the CBDC Life will change, but life will go on and we will be able to sustain. Just as a footnote here, and just to kind of give you a glimpse of some of the amazing innovation that's going on outside of the mainstream, there's a guy that just finished building an aircraft completely out of hemp fiber. And the aircraft itself, the body, it looks beautiful. I mean, it's like a finished, beautiful aircraft, not anything goofy. Super streamlined, super aerodynamic, very cool looking aircraft. The entire body is stronger than steel, and it's all made from hemp fiber, and it uses hemp oil as its fuel. So the alternatives are right before us, but to do that on the scale we're talking about is going to take local organization. 
and we have to start preparing now. Part of the gardening skills and growing skills is to be able to scale it and get bigger in what, as we need to and becoming that resource for the community. The other thing is a principle of barter, which is exchanging value for value. That's a bypass of any sort of currency. It's a great way as well to avoid any sort of taxation. And that means you have to start getting to know who's, who's in your area, what skills are needed, and how you can exchange. Eggs can be exchanged for somebody, for example, trimming your trees and that sort of idea. So there's a lot of different ways of doing that. And ultimately, kind of the bottom line on this is everyone needs to be a prepper, which means you need to have resources within your household to sustain you. You have to have the ability to grow and produce food. You have to have the networking of using your skills in the community to be able to trade. And you need to be as self-reliant as possible. This is not something to take lightly. It is where we are. The CBDC is rolling out. And I would guess that even if the, quote, good guys, white hats, whatever, take this nut job group down, that CBDC is still coming out. I don't think it's going to stop, but it will fail. This is the one probably best news of all. The CBDC is a cover for them to cover this a massive amount of debt. Four quadrillion in derivative debt, which was just invented out of the air. This continued debt of printing money endlessly. The CBDC is designed to be their bridge to cover it. But just like any system like this, it'll all depend on how willing people are to participate in the enslavement. Communism in Russia started in 1917. It did not end until 1989 or 1990. So that gives you an idea of a system that was designed specifically to exploit, punish, and enslave people took literally 70 plus years to collapse. The CBDC will collapse. And ultimately, I think we'll end up in free markets. But the more persistent that we are and able to sustain in a breakaway economy, literally, of our own, the faster that destruction will happen and the better off we will all be. So be prepared, be aware that everything that's going on in the world right now is designed to break your will, make you comply. The answer is defy, keep your eyes on Christ, faith has to be stronger than ever, and keep drilling into your, your prepping skills and your, being self, your self-sustaining skills so that you not only are able to produce and enhance your home, but you'll have things to share in your community as we expand and expand the love and the power within the communities that we live. Patriots, let's pray. Father, we are here today blessed, as we always are, to come together in this forum where we can really bridge across distance and time to come have everybody come together in a most amazing way to unify through a fellowship and the strength in our love in Jesus. Father, today we just we're very focused on not just the craziness of this world, which we know is there, but on the directions of the solutions for this, for us to break away from this matrix of control. These sorts of things of taking back our own sovereignty as we were blessed in this nation by you. So, Father, we just pray that as we move forward, as we continue to to reach into this space, as we attempt to learn from old ways like First Nations and we heal that so that we come together so that we can create sustainable, self-reliant communities, that you will bless us, guide us with your wisdom, and protect us along this way. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So... 
we are in a place where everybody has on their responsibility to start working towards the fundamentals of self-sustainment. There's many, many dimensions of that. The, for me, the entry level of that is gardening, making sure you can grow some of your own food, making sure that you can, you know how to sprout seeds, that you can get better at it. And it becomes a community and a family affair. Everyone gets involved. And as everyone gets involved, things, great things happen. And I will, I will tell you honestly, I mean, just as you get the family involved and knowledge is shared, the leaps and bounds that you can make are amazing. So make sure you're doing that. Make sure that you're prepping, which is stocking up on things, preserving food as much as you can. If you can't grow a lot, but you can buy local, do that and preserve and preserve and preserve. It's so important because things are going to get shaky. And the more that we're able to stand on our own two feet and then work with communities, we can bypass the CBDC and get stronger. And together, stronger together, we will defeat this thing. And that's really important right now. Don't get caught to where you have no options because that's when they get you and that's when the beast grabs you, quite frankly. So, Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We're at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time. God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space.
We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 